love music, live sport. Tapes up with Derek Smith and special guests on Rock Sport Radio. Welcome and good evening to almost certainly now the penultimate Tapes Up Speedway show of 2019. Derek Smith here to bring you another hour of Speedway chat, news and views. Thanks for joining me and for your reaction to last week's enjoyable show with gentle George Martin and videographer Patrick Rooney, still available to download on podcast if you missed it. Well, there literally is only one talking point around the championship scene come this time of year. Just one subject matter of interest to Speedway fans near and far. No, not what was Scott Nichols thinking of wearing those shocking pink gloves with a bright red jacket on TV last week, but much rather the league title deciding grand final itself between Glasgow Tigers and Leicester Lions. To help dissect, preview and perhaps even excite us all, I'm rejoined here in the Tapes Up studio tonight by Mr Impartiality himself. Yes, the bloke with the confused accent. Good evening, Gary Tate. How are you, sir? <laughs> Don't know where you get them from, Derek, but yeah, uh, delighted to be here, uh, Derek, on the penultimate week, so uh, thanks for invite me. It was either confused accent or confused, <laughs> or confused expression, one of the two. Gary, for, for the benefit of anyone listening who may not already know, Gary is a Beric Bandits fan at heart, thus the impartiality reference. We did hope to have a rider here with us in the studio tonight, but uh, quite frankly, I'm sure they've got other things to, on their minds and uh, they were looking for an early night, I'm sure, as we will be discussing on the show tonight. Let's see, though, what we can do for next week's final show of the year. Uh, listen up, uh, as we will indeed be hearing from each of the Glasgow and Leicester camps tonight. Let's have a quick look now at what we can expect in the next hour. We'll briefly cover what would have been the first leg of the grand final in Glasgow on Friday night. Yep, a little only chat about weather and that deep disappointment. In much more detail we will analyse what was in fact the first leg at Leicester Speedway on Saturday night and we'll hear from Cammy Brown and Stuart Dixon respectively. And also in detail we will carefully look ahead to the title decider being raced here in Glasgow tomorrow night. Wonder which colour of ribbons will be tied to that lovely league winner's trophy tomorrow night. So lions and tigers, no bears in sight. Let's get on with it then. Gary, join in now. Clutch in, throttle on, tapes up. For, that makes me laugh every week. (laughs) For Glasgow supporters, management and riders, there had been a long enough wait for the grand final to come around. All eyes, hearts and minds, therefore, were very much fixed on Friday night, when at last all were due to gather at their Ashfield Stadium home to host the first leg against final opponents Leicester Lions. We won't we promise drag out what did should have or didn't happen on Friday. The latter been very much more the case. Overnight rain, some further showers on Friday morning and a concerning weather forecast for Friday evening resulted in the enforced call-off to the meeting and a huge, huge dose of bitter disappointment all round, Gary, given what was what was going to happen. Yes, the build-up had been, uh, you know, uh, getting to fever pitch, you know, for the Friday, Saturday, uh, first and second legs and yeah, the weather, I mean, it, it it just seems to be every week we are talking about that and I think it probably adds weight to what we have chatted over the last few weeks about you know trying to get these kind of meetings finished by the end of August but you know we can't control the weather yep bitterly disappointed for, for all involved I think for uh, on Friday night and, and it was undoubtedly the right decision the rain did the heavy rain did come uh, on Friday night right bang during what, what would have been race time so absolutely the right decision indeed saved a lot of people a lot of uh, a lot of field travel on Friday from a business point of view though you know Glasgow you know whether they wanted or didn't want to have to stage the first leg ideally it was going to be Friday night it was an optimal night for them to stage their leg of the grand final and now we're faced with a I'm sure it will be successful but we're faced with a, a midweek Tuesday night and that's got to be far from perfect I, w- I would think in terms of the business side of things Gary Yes I would think so I mean a final uh, you know will uh, will get the supporters uh, blood rushing and, and that kind of thing and I'm sure they'll do all they can to, to be there on Tuesday but a Friday night is uh, you know race night that's you know uh, Friday, Saturday nights for me are uh, are speedway nights, so it would have been good to do them one night after the other, but 
it's tomorrow night, second leg, and we'll we'll know know by close of play who are champions. We'll stop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we promise not to dwell too much. All ancient history now. If there was a silver lining for Glasgow, at least then it was the hope that they would now stage the second and deciding leg. We now know that will take place tomorrow night at Ashfield Stadium. That factor does actually help, I guess, readdress many of those Friday night disappointments. Yep, we will have to turn a negative into a positive and uh, unsurprisingly we will be talking much much more about tomorrow night's title decider a little later in the show. A reminder too that we'll hear from both team managers later. So then, a first leg in Glasgow became a first leg in Leicester. Instead, the very next night, as the Lions hosted the opening tie at their Beaumont Park home on Saturday. With a healthier weather forecast too, all roads therefore led to the East Midlands for what promised to be a tasty and very nervy encounter. Both both teams were at full strength, and with a very healthy crowd packed in, swelled by an impressive and noisy uh, travelling Glasgow contingent I must say at start time it was game on Gary it was um, for, for both myself and yourself that was the first time we'd been down to Leicester and uh, and you know the stadium is a, a, a smart smart stadium track looks really really good um, and uh, the crowd was, was very very big and uh, you know you're right I think a loud Glasgow is a, a bit of an understatement um, but I think to be fair the Leicester fans added to the occasion as well I thought the uh, you know the atmosphere was uh, was electric before start time To the score then on Saturday night let's get down to the, the nitty gritty the all important half time position in this grand final and it was advantage Leicester as they raced to a first leg win by a scoreline of Leicester 51, Glasgow 39. Just looking at some of the stats of uh, the way that broke down on Saturday night. Leicester provided seven of the Heat winners to Glasgow's nine. Last places, Leicester only had three last places on Saturday, which is a highly impressive, impressive statistic for me, Gary. And in the Heat advantage stakes, Leicester won that one 6-2. Yes, and, and that's really where the you know the advantage was. I know I'm stating the obvious, but that's where the advantage was. And you know, the, uh, again, the, the three last places. I mean, that that's phenomenal in a grand Isn't final. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, you know the heat advantages. Yeah, they were very few and far between for Glasgow. Um, but you know, the, the racing was was fairly close. I mean, we're a tricky track at the start. It was wet. You know, they had a shower. I think around six o'clock, which yeah. didn't lend itself to um, a, a great surface to start with. But uh, it kind of even it itself off the racing was, was fairly close uh, a lot of the overtaking up the back straight um, but you know nevertheless uh, and, and a lot of that was from Glasgow Raiders getting past past the home the home team so um, so yeah um, you know 51-39 12 points top two scorers from each side just to pick them out on Saturday Richard Lawson stepping in as a guest for Richie Morrow top scored for the Lions 11 points from 5 rides Ellis Perks and a very impressive 9 points from 4 rides and for Glasgow Rasmus Jensen went through the card a five ride maximum for, for Rasmus we'll talk more about that shortly and Klaus Vissing after an exclusion in his opening ride put together eight points from his subsequent four rides. Let's look at how the meeting went in a little bit more detail Gary on Saturday in summary I'd say from a Leicester point of view that it was a terrific all round performance because they, they got they yielded points from all members of, of, the, of the team on Saturday night just what Stuart Dixon would have demanded and uh, as we've touched on already limiting themselves to just three last places all night long shows showed determination and I guess a race discipline in such a, a high pressure final Yes, and one of those last places was an exclusion for Joe Lawler. He fell off and was, was excluded. Um, but yes, they were very solid uh, throughout the team. So again, I think Glasgow will be looking for that in the second leg to to be just as solid. But yeah, that, too many too many last places for uh, for Glasgow uh, on the in the first leg. Um, but yes, I, I must admit. Leicester opened up very, very strongly. An uncharacteristic Craig Cook stoppage whilst leading at Heat 5, I think it was, uh, and that allowed the home side to take the third 5-1 in those opening five heats. And at that point, it seemed to suggest that even at that early stage, the first leg could prove disastrous for Glasgow. And there was another 4-2 conceded in Heat 8, which took the score line at the halfway point to 31-17 to to the Lions. And there were some very worried-looking Glasgow support beside us on, on the terraces, Gary? Uh, there, there were indeed. Uh, I mean, I think 
the the first race of note I think was heat six when when Rasmus gated again and Scott Nichols was on his back wheel for about all four laps I think trying to find a way past but but he couldn't he ate um, which is what you, you just mentioned to you. I think there was a crucial second place for Michael B Anderson there because if that had been a f another five one um, you know I think Michael you know r rode hard to to get that that second place so uh, so yeah so so that was when the the track started to come to the riders I think you know six seven eight. Um, which which mm -hmm. helped the meeting uh, from a from a spectacle perspective. And whereas Leicester um, romped the first half of the meeting to take that fourteen stretch out that fourteen point lead, Glasgow matched them in the second half. Scott Nichols, Ryan Douglas, classily combined to hold off Craig Cook uh, and share Heat thirteen. Um, and Glasgow, I'm sure, would have been hoping to get more than three points from that one. But uh, how about Heat 15? Rasmus Jensen and Klaus Vissing stepped in, and perhaps a surprise choice by Cami uh, to, to feature Klaus. And the, those two combined to grab a morale boosting 5 1 to, in the end, restrict the Lions to just those 12 points. They did as well, but I think if, if uh, you know, when I go back to, to Heat 11, which was when Craig Cook overhauled Ryan Douglas. Ryan had been away in front of three laps and Craig just stalked him and stalked him and stalked him and then he overtook him in the last lap or, and, but again crucially Michael B. Anderson got a third place which yes. was a 4-2 to, to mm -hmm. Glasgow then that kind of built a little bit of momentum you're right, Heat 13, I mean Nichols and Douglas keeping out Craig Cook, he tried everything he just couldn't get past. He just team rode him out, and that's the art of speedway. That it was great to watch. Maybe not from a Glasgow perspective, but certainly from from a neutral perspective, it was it was good. And yeah, Heat 15, what a result for for the Glasgow uh, team and the fans. I mean, you can understand why Klaus and, and Rasmus were there. They were getting very well at that point, and they did the same again. And uh, Klaus rode a great back straight on lap one thank, thankfully and the way so. it went thank goodness for, for yes. from a Glasgow perspective thankfully yeah. so certainly a tough night for Cammy Brown having to work his motivational magic to squeeze some extra special points out of his troops from Stuart Dixon's point of view given that the first half dominance um, do you think that suffering that unexpected 5-1 in the final heat Gary took some of the shine off what would otherwise have surely have been one hand on that trophy for Leicester Yes, it, it will have. It must have because I think if if Leicester were sixteen, even fourteen up, I think they would uh, would be bad to to grab that back. But but twelve points, I think, is doable for Glasgow. Um, they just need to start well uh, on tomorrow night, and uh, you know uh, it, it could have been worse. Let's put it that way. Absolutely, so, so twelve, I think, is uh, is doable. Well, as if by magic or design, you decide. We can now hear from Glasgow team manager Cammy Brown. Welcome, Cammy. First off, let's look back to Saturday night at Leicester. To their credit, they were very much on the attack in the first half of the meeting on Saturday. You must have been concerned to find yourselves 14 points down after Heat 8, Cammy. Yes, uh, Derek, <coughs> uh, good afternoon, or good evening. Uh, yeah, we, we, were, we were actually um, pretty concerned at one point. Um, we didn't think we'd get the rub of the green. Some of the some of the things went against us, but that's what happens in speed. We have to take the rough for the smooth, and uh, Leicester rode very well, um, and you know, were worthy of their their win on the night. Can we thinking back that there was a shower of rain around about six o'clock or thereabouts on Saturday? Uh, what, what was yeah. the ride? What was the rider feedback in the, in the early stages? Because track conditions did appear to have caught the the Glasgow riders out. Yeah, it was very gre uh, very greasy. Craig came in after winning heat one and. Um, said to the riders, you know, you have to be careful. It's extremely slippy. So Ty Proctor making a little mistake, and a few others on bends one and two. Um, you know, just after the start, making some mistakes. So it, was, it caught us out a little bit more, to be honest. Um, but you know, that's that's as I say, that's speedway, and you just have to to, to make the best of it and, and see if we can re make adjustments and, and do better in your next heat. And you know, gradually as the night wore on, we got a, you know we got a couple of heat advantages and a four-two. Then obviously the last heat five-one, which really. And gives us a you know a fighting chance for for the for the return leg. Let, let's pick over just some of that stuff. So I, yeah. I'm guessing yeah. the, the, I'm guessing there will have been a team talk at some point on Saturday, Cammy. What did you what did you say to the riders? Because in the second half of the meeting, Glasgow actually held the li held the Lions and indeed clawed back a couple of points in the end. We did, we did. Well, we had a quick quick meeting, but to be honest, and, and to their credit, the riders um, Craig got the boys together at one point um, when I was. Um, having a chat with the referee, shall we say, about certain things. Um, you got the riders together and, and they had a, a real good chat amongst themselves. I, I then came into the very end of that 
that chat, which was um, which I thought was very good. Craig getting them together like that, but that's that just tells you all about Craig and the, the rest of the team. You know, they're not they're not they're not losers. Um, so yeah, we, it was good that in the second half of the meeting that, that we, we we held our own. Uh, if we'd started better, you know, think things things would have been different. But you know, as 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 as, as they say, it is what it is. We have to now face what we've got ahead, and it's going to be extremely difficult. Um, let's let's not kid ourselves on. I think Leicester 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 are definitely favourites at this moment in time. We have to pull something out of the bag. Um, it's a bit special come second leg, and you know we're hoping that's what we can do. Just before we leave Saturday, uh, Cam, yeah. so you know, Craig, Craig, by his own standards, his own high standards, had a had a, I guess had a poor night, and as did the your reserve pairing. Um, you know, Connor yes. and, and Kyle didn't have the best of nights on Saturday. That must have been a disappointment and a blow to you and I would imagine a disappointment to the to the lads themselves. It, it was and I know Kyle was very down, especially you know, he's wanting to put things right in the second leg and I hope he does. Um Connor was a bit surprised. I think his bike actually had too much power. He was spinning all the time and he was trying to make adjustments to try and calm the bike down. Um, he said some some work done to it and you know he'll be faster for the for the return match. I'm, I'm absolutely sure. Uh, but you know, yes, uh, disappointing with the reserves. Um, Craig's never scored six for Glasgow and he's, since he's joined us. Uh, one of them, obviously, was an engine failure. Yeah. Which I think at the time he was going round everyone like he like he does in Ben's one and two, and he was about to pass down the back straight. And I, I think personally would have won he'd have won that heat. Um, heat thirteen, he missed the start completely, and you know everyone was there. He tried absolutely everything to pass. There was just no passing on the, on the way the track was the other night, and that's not you know I'm not having a go at Leicester. That's just the the way the the weather you know, yes. you know produced that track. Um, you know the track was perfectly fair. There's, there's, there was no doubt about that. I'm not not complaining. Uh, but you know there was no passing on it. Absolutely none. So. You know, Craig came in and we had a chat about Heat 15 and he said, look, I'm not making starts at the moment. Klaus is making starts. So I said to Klaus, right, 15 with Rasmus. And they pulled off a, a, you know, a fantastic Heat win in 15 to keep us in with, a, a, as I say, a fighting chance. I was going to ask you specifically, um, specifically Cammy, about Heat 15. That 5-1 yeah. to finish on Saturday night yeah. must, have, must have felt like a massive win on the night. Just, just, it, such, it, there's such a difference it, it, between 12 points as it is versus anything up to an 18-point deficit. I, I, I've got to be honest, if, if, if you know, if Leicester had got a 5-1 and it was 20 points, we, I, I don't think we'd have any any hope of pulling that back come you know come Tuesday night. Um, 12, 12 points is a lot different from 20 or 16. Um, but as I say, it's just a fighting chance we have. Uh, I think I think Leicester are clear 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 favourites for you know over the two legs when they've got a 12 point lead. I, I would have been happy to go to Leicester with a 12 point lead. You know that's that's my view on it, and I'm sure they would have been they'll be exactly you know before the match if you said to Stuart you know do you, would you take a 12 point lead a bit in your hand off. So that's where we are at the moment. So we have to just face what's ahead, uh, Derek, and you know try our best to see if we can hit back hard. And you know maybe maybe as well get a touch of luck that we didn't get on Saturday night. We, don't, we never get anything going for us at all. Um, so it's, as I say, mentioned Heat 15. Special mention to Klaus. Asked him. He's been for, you know fantastic for us for the last two seasons. Asked him just to go into battle for us one more time in Heat 15. And he, if you saw his pass, I mean I think you were there yourself, Derek. If you saw his pass down round the corner, down round all the riders down the back straight, it was unbelievable so um, you know the, the, that just shows you the, the, the you know the man himself he's, he's something else so if our top three can, can replicate their normal form and Craig gets you know back on it uh, I think we'll be a lot closer um, on Tuesday night but you know as I say we'll have to we'll have to pull something special out of the bag Some interesting insight from Cammy about Saturday night Gary at the time uh, over those early heats things didn't look too hopeful so you know, and Cammy gave some credit there I think to, to skipper Craig Cook he, he seemed to rally the troops on Saturday night Yes, uh, there must have been, as we said about the supporters being worried within the pits, I'm sure the, the Tigers team were, were worried as well because it wasn't going their way. But yes, it, it was good to hear actually the captain has uh, obviously just said, right guys, get in the corner, we're having a chat, let's just, uh, you know, pull ourselves together, get, get our, our heads lifted and, and go and, um, you know, you know, rescue this kind of thing. So, yeah, um, it, was, it was good and, and it was good to Cammy just to, to give him that, uh, you know, that plaudit. We're going to preview tomorrow night's uh, league title decider at Ashfield Stadium in the second half of the show. You know, we, we've we've uh, already previewed this uh, this grand final in recent weeks here on Tapes Up, and you know, all the expectations and Saturday night didn't do anything to to make people change their minds on it. Suggest it, 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 this should be this could actually go down to the wire tomorrow night, Gary. I I think uh, it, it quite possibly will. Yeah, I think. Um, 
you know, certainly with the last last two three heats, it's going to go down to that, and even if, if not the last one, and and what a finish uh, that will be. Well, we aim to be as balanced as possible here on Tapes Up and uh, within club allegiances, of course. Let's now hear from Leicester team manager Stuart Dixon. Stuart, half-time in the Championship Grand Final, a great opening leg at home on Saturday night. From a Leicester Speedway perspective, in terms of crowd and atmosphere to round off the Lions season, was it everything the club had wanted? Hi, Derek. Yes, I think it was. Um, it was obviously... When you look at the size of the crowd, I mean, Glasgow had a great following down. Um, obviously, Leicester had a good result. Not not fantastic, but a good result. And obviously, there's a very big crowd. And none of the riders on show got injured uh, badly. Ty Proctor, obviously, we know he popped his shoulder. We think hopefully he'll be OK. But from the way you want a final to be presented and, you know, out with out with the, the result, I think uh, I think it was a, a very successful evening for Leicester Speedway, yeah. Looking at the meeting itself, Stuart, you, your side made a, a pretty blistering start on Saturday. Sharper from the tapes, four heat advantages without reply by Heat 8 and a healthy-looking 14-point lead at that stage. That must have been beyond any personal hopes or expectations, surely? Without a doubt. Um, we, we never envisaged we, we'd be that far ahead after so many races. Um I mean, I spoke to riders and, and, and folk were saying how many points you're looking for. And I think you can carry it away when you do that. And it was really all about just trying to win the meeting on home, home shale, and then and worry about much of a lead that we had to take up to Glasgow on the Tuesday. So, as you rightly say, I think we're, we're 14, 16 points up at one time, you know, and uh, things were looking really good. But obviously, Glasgow knuckled down, they did a bit of bad luck, obviously, we know that. And then uh, and they got it by down to 12. All the, all the Leicester riders were, were very much chipping in uh, right throughout the meeting, Stuart, on Saturday. Only three last places by the end of the meeting, which is highly impressive indeed, given it was a, the grand final. What was the game plan at, at the start? And, and in your opinion, largely, did it work for Leicester? We did want to go off to a good start. Um, that goes without saying, and, and we managed to do that um, after the opening ride was shared. Uh, it was a three each, but I was—I um, don't want to be disrespectful to, to Joe Lawler, but I, but I was very surprised, you know, and, and pleased that we got a five-one in heat two, um, and we just and we kind of pushed on from there. Obviously, Klaus Wissen touched the tapes in heat three, uh, which gave us an opportunity um, to, to, to increase our lead further. So we got a wee break there. A Glasgow certainly got an unlucky break there, and um, and again, I think that gave us the momentum, uh, and we carried on from there. Stuart, I'm not sure you would tell me in any case uh, in terms of the size of the lead that you might have targeted before Saturday's meeting, but uh, 12 points it is. Come heat 15, you must surely have felt a little frustrated that Glasgow managed to snatch that last heat 5-1 and uh, reduce the deficit to to 12 points rather than anything up to, to 18. That makes the second leg tomorrow night much more tense. Without a doubt, I think you've put the nail on the head with the word tense. I think it's going to be tense. It'll be nervy for both teams. Um, and that's the way it was on Saturday. You could feel it in, in the stadium. You, you, you just know yourself that you're in a playoff final. Every, every race is vital. Whereas sometimes, if you've been disrespectful in a league meeting, you can maybe switch off if you lose a heat here and there. But when it's an aggregate score over two meetings, you, you, you want every point you can possibly get. And you rightly say, we were 16 up going into Heat 15, and, and the, 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 uh, Rasmus Jensen flew away for the Tates, as he had done all night. And Klaus Wissen battled his way down the back straight uh, to join his partner. So for us, obviously that took the shine off it. We're not going to kid on or, or make or pretend anything else. It certainly did. I think if we did 16, um, we, we'd have been a bit more confident. But 12 is the figure we've got, uh, and, and we need to go on with it and see what we can do uh, to protect it. Stuart talking there, Gary, and uh, again, I, I sensed, uh, as I did with Cammy, a sort of refreshingly honest review and assessment of uh, how things turned out on Saturday night, and Stuart there acknowledging that was a bit of a blow that Leicester suffered in that Heat 15 5-1 reversal. Yes, um, at his own admission, I think he, he would have been breathing a little, little easier if it had been 14, 16, even 18 points, uh, understandably. But uh, but yes, he, he admits it and, and fair play to him to say it did take, uh, take the shine of it a little bit.
Okay, after the break, much more from Stuart Dixon and Cami Brown as we restart our build-up to tomorrow night's league title decider. Back with you in two. Have you ever lost money on an investment? If a high street bank persuaded you to buy a stocks and shares ISA, unit trust or investment bond and you lost money, Goodwin Barrett may be able to help you get back thousands of pounds in compensation. We've already helped thousands of people just like you claim back millions of pounds. Even if you don't have the investment anymore or the paperwork, Goodwin Barrett make it easy to find out. Text GOOD to 6677. Text GOOD to 6677 now. The list of things you need to do gets longer at this time of year, whether that's for the house or in your business. So take one thing off your list right now. Your septic tank could need emptied. Let Grant Henderson Tankers empty your septic tank in the home or work, farm, factory or workshop at very competitive rates. We are septic tank specialists, experienced, safe and dedicated to environmental safety with our own licensed disposal site. Find out more at wemovesh.it or call 01698 284 987. Grant Henderson Tankers, let the experts manage your waste. Have you picked up the Feel the Heat brochure from your local plum base? Get one today and take advantage of great offers, including Polypipe's Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket at £99.99. That's a 15% saving on purchasing individual pieces, and it's exclusive to plum base. The Polypipe Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket is just part of the Polypipe range available in the plum base Feel the Heat brochure. Shop online now at plumbase.co.uk or grab one from your local branch. Motorpoint, we put the super into car supermarket. We're here to save the day with a choice of over 7,000 low mileage, nearly new cars. Find your next car in a flash with our lightning fast service and same day drive away. Plus, with Motorpoint's price pledge, if you find the same car for less, we'll match the price and give you a £50 Amazon voucher. Visit Motorpoint Glasgow today, just two minutes from Junction 3 of the M74. T's and C's apply. See website for details. Love music. Live sport. Tapes up with Derek Smith and special guests on Rock Sport Radio. You're listening to Tapes Up with Derek Smith and Gary Tate tonight on Rock Sport Radio. You can listen again to tonight's show and play back earlier shows from this season via podcast accessible from the Rock Sport website, else from your favourite podcast app, inclusive of iTunes and Spotify. There have been lots of big occasions at Glasgow Speedway in recent season. World-class riders racing for World Championship places, an Ashes Test match featuring the World Champion, to name but just two such events. However, the very latest event taking place tomorrow night in the city is undoubtedly the most important to the Glasgow support. In just 24 hours' time, the excitement level will have reached fever pitch as Cammy Brown's Tigers do battle with Stuart Dixon's Lions to determine which club will be crowned as the 2019 Championship League winners. Tuesday night or not, there will be a large and extremely noisy crowd packed into Ashfield Stadium. Remember, tapes up at 7.30, gates open from 5.30. Advice is to get there early, please. And what an event awaits, Gary. Tigers chasing down a 12-point deficit and the Lions, no doubt, determined to absolutely defend that to the hilt. On a very decent racetrack through, this uh, this promise is surely to be a fitting finale to the entire season. Absolutely. Uh, time for talking's over. Uh, it's here. Uh, Glasgow know what they need to do. It's overturn the 12-point uh, deficit, which won't be easy because Leicester are very good travellers, as Glasgow are. Um, but no, Glasgow's got to open up strongly and uh, take the fight straight to those lines. That's, that's, that's the size of the, the task, isn't it? I think it's fair to suggest that most Glasgow fans are quietly confident. You know, we spoke to lots of them at Leicester on Saturday night. There was a bit of a, a celebration of the team, I think, in the team's effort after the meeting on Saturday. We weren't celebrating being, being beaten, of course, but celebrating the fact that the Tigers have given themselves a chance to uh, to take in to that second leg. Uh, I think the riders and the management, too, hopefully would be quietly confident. Um we do expect Leicester to absolutely come at the Tigers tomorrow night and and, and uh, conversely, we need Glasgow to put the Lions under immense pressure tomorrow night, right from the off, as you've mentioned, Gary. But being re- realistic about it, Leicester have, as you've mentioned, a, a terrific away record all season long. 
and they're not going to just let Glasgow have it all their own way tomorrow. No, not at all, not at all. I mean, it's it's a bit role reversal. It's been said, you know, Glasgow do need to open up early, eat into the uh, eat into the the lead that, that Leicester's got. Um, and I think Stuart mentioned earlier on in the in the interview about when you get to heats 13 and 15, Glasgow are so strong at home, you know they'll be needing, you know they'll be hoping that they're still in front, come you know those those yep. races, you know because Rasmus and, and Craig have been imperious in those those two races when they, when they've been in them. Yeah. And in comparison to Saturday, a, a lot more, an awful lot more will be expected and no doubt demanded from the Glasgow reserves tomorrow night around their home track. They're both young lads, they're both your 17 years of age, we, we know all that, but we know what those two are capable of and they didn't give of them best, of, of their best I should say, at Leicester on Saturday and they will want to put that right and their points in combination could prove absolutely vital tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Connor and Kyle have been very good at home this season and there's no reason why they can't do the same again tomorrow. Uh, they've just got to put Saturday behind them. Uh, you know, they tried their best. They, 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 there's no doubt about it. The track was very heavy. They are young lads. They've not got a, a huge amount of experience, but they've just got to kind of, you know, put that to one side and say, right, we're at our home leg. Let's go for it. Leicester's Ty Proctor reported uh, yesterday, I think, to have picked up a shoulder injury from Saturday night. A dislocated shoulder which had to be popped, <laughs> popped back in because I'm, I'm watery-eyed watery at, the, at the thought of that, Gary. But that must leave or, or give Leicester some concern about Ty's fitness, uh, whether he declares himself fit or otherwise. There must be some concerns about just how fit he will be tomorrow night. Absolutely, yes. I mean, he's... Uh, Stuart said he's been having physio, I think, uh, Sunday and and Monday, uh, and he'll make the decision, but it's looking more likely he will be there. But it will be very, I imagine it will be very tender. <laughs> you know, you're right, it's, it's eye-watering stuff, thinking, you know, the dislocated uh, shoulder getting popped back in. But, uh, yep, we'll find out tomorrow whether he's riding or not. Ouch. Well, well, listen, let's put that same question and several others. Now to Leicester team boss, Stuart Dixon. And you look at the league table, the two, the two best teams are in it, but I, I just always thought that... Um, Leicester would end up meeting Glasgow uh, in the final. Uh, I just felt it was it was going it was always going to be that way, and it's turned out to be correct. And the sign is the deciding leg will be at Glasgow tomorrow night after the rain that came on Friday uh, at my house at ten to seven. The meeting we had no chance of being on, so it now becomes a second leg. Uh, but um, we went up twelve up, and we know we have a monumental task ahead of us to try and keep it. Uh, keep our aggregate lead. Stuart, one question, if, if I may, and uh, you know, you, given your links with Glasgow, you still live in the city, as you've just mentioned. You know, it is what it is. But is this the final that you'd ideally have preferred to have, to avoid? Yes, I will be honest and say yes. I'd have preferred to be racing any other team. Um, Obviously, when we won on Saturday night with 12 points, um, again, I went about my business and, and shook hands, obviously, with, with Kami, Jerry Vicenna, Peter Vicenna, etc. Um, there was no dancing about it. I, I gloated because we'd won with 12 points, and Glasgow didn't do that to me when I was up at Ashfield for the league match, and it never happened in the league match at Sheffield. So, I, I very much, you know, a, a Glasgow person, as you know, and a, a Glasgow fan uh, right right up till obviously I got the, the position at Leicester so it, it, it can be quite difficult if I, go, if I think about it too deeply but um, as I say uh, I've been very professional and I'll be the same tomorrow night uh, when I lose if I lose I'll shake hands and I'll stand there with dignity and I'll, I'll applaud the winners and if I win if, I should say if Leicester win um I'll no certainly be gloating or running about and doing it in daft because I know what it's like to lose. I, I lost one in 2015 against Edinburgh and they're difficult. So, yes, go and enjoy yourself with your riders, whatever team wins, but at the same time, I always like to try and be respectful. OK, Stuart, let's talk tactics. Not, not that you're going to tell me in any case, but I will ask the question. How do Leicester approach the meeting tomorrow night? Dig in and defend or attack or in speedway is either strategy entirely possible? Well, that's, that's a good question. Um, I really don't know if they are possible. Um, it's, we, we need we need a, we need a bit of luck as well. We know that, and we know that um, 
Ideally, we, we wouldn't want to let Glasgow off to a great start because we'd be, we'd be under a lot of pressure. Um, I don't think I can say to my riders, this is what you do. It's not like I'm actually keeping it tight for the first 20 minutes because anything can happen in the first four or five races. We'll just need to take what's thrown at us uh, and hopefully um, before we get to, to heat 13 or 15, which I am obviously concerned about because I know how strong Glasgow are at the top. We need to see if uh, we'll manage to get enough points before before the big heats come. Sure, can you can you update us at all uh, this Monday on Ty Proctor's fitness? I'm not sure too many supporters on Saturday night had noticed that Ty had suffered that dislocated shoulder, but uh, a bit of a concern for you, clearly. Yeah, he did. Him and Sam Jensen had come together and it just popped out. Um, he went and got he went to the medical room and it was put back in within about 10 minutes of the race finishing. Um, he said he felt a bit sore yesterday. I know he had some physio on that one this morning. Um, he's very, very hopeful of making the trip to Ashfield and taking up his place uh, at number two in the team. So I think we're... Uh, I think it's more yes than it will be no for, for that one on tie. It's a huge occasion tomorrow, Stuart. Clearly, pretty much anything can happen um, in Speedway generally, never mind a, a grand final, given the, the pressures. If it is a, a business-as-usual type of night for both clubs, though, you, you must travel in relative confidence because the Lions have really impressed away from home all season long. Yeah, we have been pretty consistent away from home. We obviously won a heavy defeat when we raced Eastbourne and Knockout Cup, but we, we were vastly under strength that day for one reason or another with injuries but on the whole we've been pretty good but I know that a final is different things things can happen riders can ride above themselves and I say that for both teams and sometimes nerves can play a part as well so it's not like any other meeting where you could maybe say to yourself oh, we're probably quite confident that we could go up there and get 40-41 points this is a playoff nerves will play a part the crowd will play a part just so many things to consider uh, but obviously we go there uh, with the hope of holding on to the, the lead that we have and, and hopefully we can see over the line that's the plan Stuart Dixon well done on what has already been a terrific season for Leicester good luck tomorrow night you'll understand if I don't want you to enjoy it too much come the end of the evening you know I'm not being cruel to you personally thank you for your time tonight and may the best, win, the best team win tomorrow yeah, that, that's good. I understand you obviously want your team to win. If we, Leicester, were to win tomorrow night, I can't go daft celebrating anyway because I'm leaving at half six in the morning to get down and prepare the track for the <laughs> Cubs match on Wednesday night. So it's just busy, busy, busy. But um, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. Cheers. Just hit and stop. Stuart, thank you very much for that. Much appreciated. And uh, I'll no catch up with you tomorrow night, yeah? Cheers, mate. All no, the best. Bye-bye. All the best. Bye-bye. 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 Stuart talking to us earlier, Gary. I'm not certain that Stuart quite confirmed how difficult the final will be for him on a personal level, but he's got some he's got some mixed loyalties. I think he, he did concede that, and uh, you know there's, there's not going to be any overzealous celebrations from him tomorrow. Should Leicester succeed in, in front of the, the Glasgow fans? Um, but, um, you know, I, I can't believe that he necessarily wanted to meet Glasgow in what is going to be the, the biggest final of all. He, he said as much. Yeah, Stuart can't, can't feel that comfortable, you know, the situation. He's, you know, he's a Glasgow Tigers fan. Um, but as he says, professionally, he is, he is the manager of, of the Leicester Lions. He has to do what he has to to ensure that they win the, win the, tro- uh, win the title. Um, but yes... It, it, Fair play to him. He, he admitted on the line he's, he's not going to be, you know, over the moon, shall we say? And he will be over the moon, but he won't be over the moon if you know what I mean. It's, so it's really, you know, it's a double-edged sword for him. Really, it's um, not an easy one. I can only begin to imagine what that might feel like. Uh, just picking up on Stuart's answer on the question about Leicester tactics tomorrow. Um, you can go with a game plan, and Glasgow will have one too. I'm quite certain, but it's, it's not it's not unilateral. Your your opposition can easily snuff out your efforts to do. X, Y, or Z. Exactly. I mean, it's not like a, a, I suppose a play in NFL or a free kick in, that you practice on the training right, ground in yeah. football. At the end of the day, a race will pan out how it's going to pan out because you, you can't predict what's going to happen. It's such a fast, reactive sport. So, yeah, tactics. You can always have a plan. I think is what we said, but tactics-wise, you know, each race will play its way out uh, as it will. Stuart wouldn't have wanted to single out any of his riders. In fact, he didn't do that. But but surely he d- he needs he needs Scott Nichols, Ryan Douglas, and guest Steve Worrell to match up to Messrs Cook, Jensen, and Vissing. 
he needs to try and neutralise Glasgow's big guns, Gary. He does. Um, but, you know, good luck to, to Leicester on that one because, you know, Craig Klaus and, and Rasmus are, are very, very good round Ashfield. So it's, it's a tough ask, but yes, that's what he's, he's got to expect of, of his heat leaders. Despite the quiet confidence that we've already alluded to within the Glasgow support, and that's, a, that's based on a faith in, in, in their team this year, um, I'm expecting Leicester to doggedly hang on to that 12-point lead. 12 points doesn't sound an awful lot when you first think about it, but it's actually the equivalent of, you know, three five ones or six four twos over the course of, of 15 heats. And that's just to get on level terms, of course. Um, I do hope, and I do expect, though, that Glasgow will really try, right from the off, to put Leicester under immense pressure. And I, I know I dangled the the prospect of, of, of this on the show last week, but is, is, it, is it impossible that either side could actually run away with it tomorrow? And, and, and you know, take away any notion of it going down to the wire. I, I think the way the two sides are constructed, I, I don't think it's, you know, Glasgow going to run away with it or, or Leicester come to Glasgow and, and really, you know, run away with it. I, th- I think it is going to be a nip and tuck kind of affair. Uh, I certainly hope it is. It'll be a, a cracking um, finale to, to the championship season. Uh, but no, I don't see either side rushing, running away with it. Could we yet see golden heats tomorrow night, Gary? Can you oh. imagine the nerves, def- defibrillators at the ready? <laughs> well, uh, speed was so unpredictable, so anything's possible, Derek, you know. Uh, so let's not rule out anything. What will be, will be. <laughs> I know I'm not helping you here by the way but <laughs> It was very profound nonetheless Well with the clock ticking down And the nerves on the rise I for one will not be eating until tomorrow Let's hear again now from Cammy Brown As he looks forward to tomorrow night I'm very nervous Terry But to be honest because we're behind The nerves aren't what they would be If, we, you know, if, if we'd gone and drawn on Saturday night And we were clear favourites I think I'd actually be more nervous than I am At the moment We're sort of set, you know, the way I'm playing it with myself is, is you know if we do this it'll be it'll be a phenomenal achievement and um, let's just see what we can do first uh, but nervous personal yeah I'm nervous it means it means absolutely everything to me and you know people who know me you know me well Derek it's, it's you know the whole the whole summer and right through the winter when we built the team it's always been focused on trying to win that league and there's only one team can win the league and it's really difficult to be that one team but we have as you say we have 15 heats to see if we can turn this round and if we can do I, I think if we can beat a very very good Leicester team and if we can manage to turn it around I think it'd be one of the best best results we've ever had in our history to be honest but you know that's that's well let's see what happens if, if it comes to that then yeah it would be it would be phenomenal but on a personal basis it means everything to me but I've said a million times it's not about me it's about the club and, and the fans and the owners what they've put into it we get the most special special fans and Speedway that follow us everywhere the, the following we had the other night at Leicester I mean I was, I was gutted at the end that we'd lost I hate losing speedway matches, and I was quite a, a little bit emotional as well. Um, and that was down to the fans; they were they were fantastic, and right, you know, they 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 cheered us at the end as if we'd won that meeting, and that just that just shows you the the calibre of the people who've got the support of Glasgow, and it's it's um, you know it's for them we do this, and um, you know I, I hope come come Tuesday night we can give them something special, and uh, there would be nobody happier than me personally to do that. Cammy Gary and I in the studio have been talking about tactics. You you will have some. Stuart will have. Some. I'm not expecting you to share them with us on, on air, but, but but that doesn't necessarily mean that either of you will actually be able to to use those tactics no. fully because Speedway doesn't always lend itself to that, Cammy. No, it doesn't. I mean, we have we, we we've got a plan rather than tactics. We've, we've got something we've, we've we've talked about, obviously, and I'm sure we'll have as well. But at the, at the end of the day, when when four four guys go up to the tapes, you don't know what's going to happen. You can you can have as many plans as you want, and you can say you you do this and you do that. You don't know how it's a reactive sport. You don't know how the other the other three guys are going to react to that that green light coming on and, and what happens after that. So you can make all the plans you want, Derek, and sometimes the plans go out the window within the first two seconds of a race. Um, but you know the, the plans we have, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to share them. But it's just really just everyone to try and ride as, as best they can and you know the, to the top of their ability and see if we win as I said it'll be one of the, the greatest achievements ever and if we lose as long as we lose trying 101% who can you can't criticise you know your own daily job if you try your best and you know you're not you're not successful at least you've tried your best and that's that's what I'm asking the boys to do and I'm 101% sure you know they'll do that um, you know and I'm I'm, I'm confident they will, they'll do that whether, whether that's enough to, to get us, you know, 12 point 
you know, back four, twelve points back or not, I don't know. But uh, it won't be for the. It certainly won't be for the. They want to try and. Cammy, you've said um, that the Tigers have have given themselves a chance tomorrow night. Yes, four or six or eight points would have been much more desirable. Twelve it is a much tougher target to catch up. How much? Um, how much can the home crowd help to spark the riders tomorrow night? I mentioned that from the away leg. I think the the crowd down there pulled us through that heat 15. They really did. Um, they're phenomenal. They really are tr- tremendous, and they can be they can be the eighth rider tomorrow night for us. Make loads of noise and you know try and try and get a bit of the old-fashioned intimid- intimidation you know to the opposition team and let's see if, let's see if we can make it a really good atmosphere. I'm sure it will be. Um, hopefully we can start quite well and, and, and get get that momentum moving again. Um, but as I said, Derek, it's going to be extremely difficult. Le- Leicester, you know, Leicester and Glasgow finished one and two for a reason because they're the best two teams, and we have to respect that the Leicester are, are, you know, they finished one point above us. So we'll show them that respect. But when it comes to the 15 races, there'll be no respect whatsoever. Um, our guys have got to have got to attack every race as if it's their last, and that's that's what we hope they're, they're going to do. And as I say, if they, if, if they do that, they can win. And, and if and if they do, if they give 100 percent and they don't claw back the 12 points, then you know I, I, I would feel terrible on a personal basis for for myself, the club, and the owners. But at the end of the day, they, they've put everything into this season that they possibly can, and I'm, I'm proud of each and every one of them, Derek. To be honest, Cammy, whatever does happen tomorrow night, I hope you'll always be remember and be proud of the 2019 season. The support will here in Glasgow. Let's hope that we can get you back into the studio on next week's final show with a, a beaming big smile on that. Face. Best of luck tomorrow night, Cammy. I, pro- I promise if, if uh, win or lose, but, but I'll, I'll speak to Eric after. Uh, maybe, maybe we need a few days if we lose, <laughs> I'll be fine. But, um, you know, yeah, win or lose, but I'll, I'll definitely do that, Derek. No, no problem. Thank you. Thank you very much for your good wishes and I see me the best team win. Just thinking, Gary, um, you know, listening to uh, to that interview with, with, with Cammy again, in all seriousness, if supporters are feeling the nervous excitement 24 hours in advance of tomorrow night, how must Cammy feel? Because he, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He must feel, I suspect, under some pressure to deliver for all the right reasons. He, he wants to do this for the Glasgow support. Oh, he does, uh, as as do the Fasena family and and the riders. Um, but no, I, I I just can't, you know, put myself in Cammy's shoes. How he'll be feeling? Uh, it will be extremely nervous, as as he says. But uh, you know. Um, once, once the the riders get there, the bikes get warmed up and everything like that. Then you know that that's when uh, you know the uh, I think the nerves will probably <laughs> ramp up a little bit, a little bit higher. But uh, but yeah, um, very nerve wracking uh, for 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 all I think uh, all fans and promotion and and team manager certainly. So the scene is set. Then the talkout is just about over. Glasgow's Ashfield Stadium tomorrow night. That's Tuesday night. Gates open from five thirty. Food and drink available if you're heading straight there from work. The build-up will get underway at just after 7pm with heat number one lining up at 7.30. My advice, please, please, on this occasion, get there early. You really do not want to miss it. Gary, there's still some time left on the show just to pick up some, some other talking points that have emerged in the last 24 hours or so. Um, you know, we've, we've spoken before, we're now very much into the silly season as rumour, speculation and even more rumour and speculation sweeps through British Speedway. Uh, let's pick up just, just some of the things that, that we've picked up on. Um, the first thing which seems highly relevant to ask you, given you're here in the studio, is, and I've got to ask you this question as directly as possible, <laughs> are Berwick Bandits considering applying for membership to the top flight premiership? What do you know, Gary? Well, I, I don't know anything, Derek, just really what's what's broken, as you say, is kind of over the last 24 hours, there's some sort of rumour that um, Sheffield, Kent and Berwick may be considering applying for the for the Premiership, um, which I have to say I'm very surprised with. Um, and But to be honest, <laughs> the source of it, which was there, I'm, I'm surprised that that's where it came from, because so, I'd rather wait until the club announced anything yeah. before, you know... Reading into how how valid it is, so so I guess it's a watch this space. But I w- I would be very surprised if if they, if they did. But you know, it's a bit of a, a bolt out of the blue. If there's any foundation to it and it does come to fruition, you know, a, a big up for Beric for for having the the ambition. 
to do that. But uh, you, as a, as, a, as a supporter for so many years of the Bandits, and you have tasted, um, you know, mm. top class racing all those years ago, back in the, the early ninety one. Early ninety one, we were yeah. in the in the top flight for for a season. Yeah. Is, it, is it something you personally would be excited by? I I just love my speedway, um, and I've been at championship level for you know for all by that one season so that's what I'm used to if Premiership um, Speedway came a knocking I'm not going to complain I'm not going to complain but unless you know but the only thing about that is you're losing local derbies yeah. you know we've got four very yeah. close teams and that's what surprises me that's a little a bit if, if the speculation yeah. is yeah. anything in it because you've got Glasgow Edinburgh Newcastle and Redcar who usually bring very good support whereas I think the nearest you know premiership club is Bellevue in mm-hmm. Manchester mm-hmm. so but no I'm I'm not getting carried away it's speculation it's doing the rounds but you know let's see what what comes out you still, coming you still week. talk to me again well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Another uh, another topic which is uh, seems to um, be developing around the championship scene is rider announcements. Already, some clubs are announcing signings for 2020. We've had Edinburgh already with Sam Masters and Josh Pickering. We've had Birmingham with Jason Garrity and Chris Harris, which surprised me. And today, Scunthorpe have announced the re-signing of Jake Allen. Lots of clubs getting their teams sorted for next season. When this one's not quite over yet. Yes, some of them taking taking a quick, uh, you know, quick out the blocks. Uh, Birmingham, yes, I'm like you. I didn't, uh, I didn't necessarily see the the Chris Harris signing, but uh, obviously it's Birmingham have not had a good season this season, so they're they're looking to strengthen up, which you know. Garrity and um, and Harris will do that. Uh, Edinburgh we knew about anyway. No real surprises there. And Jake Allen, I don't think this is a surprise. He's, he's back at Scunthorpe. A very good signing for them. Moving on, another announcement today, in fact, and this one made by Speedway GB itself, striking a five-year TV deal with Eurosport to show live Premiership and Championship meetings. Interestingly, the possibility for variety and showcasing both leagues, Gary, does sound to be a positive move. It does. Uh, I, I'm looking at that very positively. I mean, BT Sport, who has the Premiership uh, and will continue to have the Grand Prix and the Speedway Nations um, going forward, you know, they've done a really good job for the league racing. But I think to put it on to Eurosport and also have the, the free tier channels, the highlights, and I think it's DMAX and Quest, mm-hmm. you know, um, and a five year deal as well. Now, obviously, we will ne- we'll probably never know what the kind of monetary value is for, for the sport, but giving it access to the public mm-hmm. uh, I think mm-hmm. is a great thing um, so 18 meetings yeah, and a highlight show yeah brilliant we just need to promote it and get, get, get people aware it's on and that free to air benefit or, or that concept appears to have been a, played a big factor in, in granting the contract to Eurosport it'll be interesting to see if that does have the beneficial effects for the sport that we all want it to so, so not for the first time it'll be another interesting and eagerly awaited AGM in the middle of November let's see how things such as league structures uh, will work out and how they will land and what the respective formats will be interesting times Gary Tate our Speedway leather tonight is over to be continued in the car home no doubt another interesting show thank you very much indeed for your diplomacy and considered thought and uh, indeed for supporting the show <laughs> it's the kindest thing you've said all season <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write this I didn't write this script yeah, yeah. no but sincerely you know, thanks again for, for stepping in to help tonight and, uh, and, and indeed for all, for all your input over the, the course of the of the year I enjoyed it thank you I can confirm that Rocksport Radio will continue the build up to tomorrow night Alex Hosborough will talk more Speedway and speak with Glasgow Riders and Management in his Drive Time show from 2pm tomorrow afternoon. Well, it's here at last, the biggest meeting in Glasgow's 2019 season. Can they overturn Leicester's 12-point first leg advantage at Ashfield Stadium tomorrow night? I remember, a reminder, sorry, start time 7.30 tomorrow. May the best team win. Mon the Tigers. See you all there. Remember, please do get there nice and early. Be loud, be proud. Enjoy your speedway. Good night. Good night. Love music. Live sport. Tapes up with Derek Smith and special guests on Rock Sport Radio.